This is a podcast of a person who is trying to polish and perfection his speaking abilities and communicative communication abilities in general, skills. But today we are not talking about English because today we are talking about my mother tongue. Welcome to English as a Broken Language, probably the least fluent podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iVoox or any other platform you are listening this on. I'm Miguel Ángel García Otalora, but my friends prefer to call me Miguel and I will be your host today. Today I wanted to tackle a topic I came by last week. I was speaking with my friend Victor, who is at, the, at this very moment one of the few, very few listeners of this podcast. Um, he told me, I think we start talking because he told me that I sound really very Spanish when I'm talking in English, which I think is totally fine. Mm, my aim is not to pronounce perfect English. I mean, it's not my main goal. Because what is it? Perfect English, anyways. Is British English, is American, is Australian? What, what is that thing? I find really appealing <clears throat> that even if I polish my speaking abilities, which I'm after, uh, that's what I want. I want to speak better, better and be able to co better communicate my ideas and my thoughts. And that's what this podcast is all about. There's not more. There is no other purpose. Uh, so come out of this shyness and just talk in front of the microphone without a script or maybe with a few few notes but no more than that. And, and then I find really appealing that and beautiful in a way that you can say, oh, maybe this person speaking English. Still, I can see through the actual words he's using or she's using. And I can see this person is from Iceland or from India. And it's not cool. It's like, it's like when people learn a language there is a big community of foreign people learning a language. It looks like it's a new accent. Or in Spanish we call it, when I studied, uh, the, the different ways of speaking Spanish. I think the correct term is variedad, which is, I don't know if it's variety. It's like the this thing that encompasses the accent, uh, 
how you pronounce the sounds, uh, your word choice because of your mother tongue is influencing it and all that. So you have many different ways of speaking a language. But I'm getting lost again. What I really wanted to talk is um, after he told me this, we started a conversation of appreciation and praise of Spanish language, which is, I truly think, is a really beautiful language. I don't know if people think of languages as beautiful. I mean, some people does, but uh, I think there is people out there that maybe never thought about that. They just use it and that's it. Um, but outside of the um, poetical use or musical use or this kind of thing, and the daily use, I find it also that there's like some kind of poetry in that. And when you have a language that is spoken across many different countries and continents, like Spanish, that is spoken mainly in America, in Europe, in, in Spain, and then in Africa, in Guinea, and used to be the main language in Philippines, not anymore, as far as I know. And uh, I want I want to acknowledge that this is, of course, because of colonization and mm, this might be a controversial, controversial topic. And I don't want to step into that part because I I'm not historian and I don't have any arguments and I'm not gonna defend <laughs> the colonization or but I'm not gonna get into that because I I don't think I have anything much meaningful to say actually. What I what I know is 2020 there is these people speaking the same language in and this is what I like very different um characteristic and beautiful in its own way and manners in every country that you have your particular words that mean the same but not exactly the same and your pronunciation and all that uh, richness like all that all that variety of of ways of talking and and subtleties and little things i think it it, it is what makes this mm, appealing and when i go to when i have been in another spanish speaking country is the first thing I want to know how do you say the things um, and what what's the story of this. Maybe this particular world comes from uh, another language, like um, before the before the colonization, or this 
has something to do with your geographical location that you are speaking in this particular way and all that I find find it fascinating despite I don't know that much I'm not linguist I'm just a, a journalist I suppose <laughs> but the thing um, let me get to the point the last week and we have this Spanish uh, singer, composer, artist named Rosalia. And she released a new song with an, you, an artist from the US, USA, um, named uh, Billie Eilish. And what I found interesting 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 and um, is that this song is uh, almost entirely sung in Spanish by both uh, Rosalia and Eilish which who I don't know if she's native speaker or she just learned the the lyrics and by phonetics or maybe she knows some Spanish. I have no idea, to be honest. Um, but the thing is, like, this song is now, like, being promoted by the American... Well, the... The industry from the US. And so it's being aired all over the world. Um, it's a song in Spanish. And I think, I really believe that we, and I by, by we, I mean like all the community of Spanish-speaking people, we don't realize how powerful this is. Like, in the history, empires always try to impose the language because they know it is an asset, that, that, is, that it is important. If you want to have people on your side, like you force them to, to speak your language and you make them forget their native language language and, and blah 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 uh, but by the way this friend Victor also told me to not to say blah 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 when I'm finishing a sentence but I have to argue that the other day I, I was watching a video on YouTube and somebody from the from the States said this this ending sentence open <laughs> sentence ending so now I feel empowered to use it so I will keep using it <laughs> sorry if it bothers you so I noticed that this episode I use it too much and probably this episode I will notice I'm saying 
another thing too many times or I'm making the same mistake a bunch of times uh, that's how it is working for me <laughs> um, the important what I want to re remark is that this this new wave of Spanish as a global language in the entertainment industry hasn't come from a solid uh, state imposed thing or rule or for from a war or or any of this it has come f just from well I think ma mainly from people from Latin America and immigrants and children of the immigrants living in the States that got into the the record labels or created their, their own record labels and they then got the radio and TV attention and then with the internet they became became really popular um, and it's more like it looks to me that it's just like people around the world they just enjoy Spanish and they really like it and they want to learn it without having this um, practical purpose that you have with English, for example. Like English is like a Swiss army knife. If you have it, you can go in too many places and well, to anywhere actually. And at least you have like, if you are drowning in the ocean or you have some problem with with the police or something bad happened or you have to read one document or translate it or whatever it's always easier to find somebody who can help you out in English than in any other language even if their English is really limited many times it's more than sufficient to help you out and that's cool and that um, that motivated me a lot to learn English. I also find it beautiful and the listening to different songs and artists in English has made me appreciate the language. But there is a practical <clears throat> aspect of it that I cannot deny. But with Spanish, of course, you can visit the whole, that almost the whole Latin America and Spain and <clears throat> Guinea with it, but it's not like many times it's not like you are doing this for your professional career or or 
something like that. It's more like like you enjoy the the language, you like it, and you like you would like to sing songs in Spanish, the famous reggaeton songs, you know, or whatever. <laughs> and it's like we have invaded the world by using the music mainly. And I think because still we have many problems in our countries. Um, I mean, in Spain, I think we have this. We are lucky to be in Europe, but is we we are lucky and it's a really good country. But we have uh, our problems, unemployment, um, economical crisis, and all that. And of course, in Latin America, you have also a bunch of problems uh, that you need you need to solve. Actually, uh, we all need to get our shit together. But we don't realize that having the world attention is a really powerful mean and we should exploit it. I, I really believe this. Um, it looks like something superfluous, like, okay, oh, people, they like to dance reggaeton in the discos, blah, 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 but, but man, having people listen to music in anywhere in the world in your language is not a minor thing. So why don't we do this? Why don't why don't we stand the scope of this prevalence of the language? Um, try to work it out to grow and to I don't know become important and relevant in I don't know research or other arts or other fields. I think that there is interest out there for for what we do in, and for how we are and for our story. Um, I think this has to do with some Catholic moral that you have to be humble um, you don't have to be like too proud you have to be hard worker um, don't do things that put you on the spotlight or I feel like that is with the with the religion no it's like very It's like the, there is this sentence that say that no, this life is a valley of tears. I think is the sentence, Valle de Lágrimas. Um, so we have to be work and and do what God wants us to do, and then in the next life, 
we will see. <laughs> um, and I think some Anglo-Saxon cultures, for example, they don't have this self-imposed limit. I think they are able to feel them empowered. Uh, what I would like is to have a Spanish Spanish speaking empower <laughs> empowerment and so to become proud and and to realize we are freaking smart. I have met smart people from many different Spanish speaking countries. Um, you are usually not uh, starting from an easy place, uh, but you manage to to get your shit together and sort and do a, do a life, do the life that you want or the best you can, and and create and share and, and help each other out. And I don't know. I think we need to remind this to ourselves. Uh, and I don't have anything else to say. <laughs> That's it. Like, if you are a Spanish speaking person listening to this, feel like you can conquer the world, not in a military sense, but in a figurative sense with what you do, with your craft, with your art, with your knowledge, whatever. So you are capable. Um, if you are a non-Spanish-speaking person listening to this, uh, I will always invite you to learn Spanish and get amazed by this rich and beautiful and deep language and I don't have anything else to say actually so thank you for listening to this episode and I hope you I hope you no I hope to see you uh, next week and um, bye bye have a nice day <laughs>